So apologizing up front that um, Baruch Hashem, I have a voice, but still somewhat weak. Um, last week Thursday I had no voice at all, so we're moving in the right direction. Um, okay, hopefully everybody will be able to hear. I, I want to tell you the before we start actual actual I want to tell you the history how we got to this topic. So right after the, the what happened on October seventh, um, Rabbi Hess asked me to give a shmuz to the high school. Beis Medrash wasn't even back yet to speak to the high school about what direction we should take, what thoughts we should think about, how how we should address that in our own lives. So I spoke then and I quoted from the Chavetz Chaim. In 1914, at the beginning of World War I, which was then wasn't World War I, it was the Great War, um, World War I is not so well known how horrible it was because World War II eclipsed World War I. World War I estimates killed somewhere between 15 to 21 million people. It caused another 20 million casualties. It displaced, so talking about 40 million people were affected by this war, 20 million were killed. It was a horrible war. And when it started, the, the, the upheaval in Kleisa was tremendous. The Chavaz Chaim at the time, in 1914, put out a suggestion how to deal with the situation, how we as Jews should deal with the situation. I put it in the back, it's on the back of the booklet. You can look at it. And he starts with a Chazal. He bases it off a of Chazal, the Gemara and Shabbos, and the Kufutes says that a person who says Yeheshri Rabbah, a person says Yeheshri Rabbah with all of his strength, even if he has a Gazardin of 70 years of raw, even if he has, a, he has the, in Shemaim, there's a decree that he's going to have, live a lifetime, seven years is a lifetime of a horrible life, it will be changed for good. That's what the Chazal said. So the Chavetz Chaim stressed that people need to come to Shul three times a day, say Yeshmer Rabbah, etc. And he says, Main the Shar Kami Yeshua's Hayim Avim Yisrael. It's impossible to estimate how much Yeshua. It would bring the Klai So, how much of this this action of people doing this can bring a source of of protection for Klai Yisrael? People would come to show regularly. Anoshim betaf, lebati medrash lispalo gimel tefilas. They would answer. Baruchu men yeshir abo. Will Iraq miss not just a few people, but everybody would come? This would save thousands of people from death. This is what the Chavetz Chaim said. So, the Telzerov, I wrote this in the introduction to the book, but the Telzerov, I'm a Telzer. So, he said for Shiri Das, Shiri Das called Chaim, talks about how does this work? It sounds like you, you, you just read, say these seven words, eight words. And just say it real loud, and it solves all the world's problems. Like it does, what's the logic behind it? How does it work? He says, Yehesh means the following. Shmei, shame, 
Shem Hashem, the Ebenezer says, comes from the word Shom. There. Shem, Shom. I say, you know, I, I met this fellow. I think you know him. He's 5'10", uh, five, five, and he has black hair, and he wears glasses, and he has a black beard. I don't know who you're talking to. You're talking about, you say, Ruvain. Oh, Ruvain. So the Ebenezer says, shame is a way to, to point that there he is. There he is. We talk about a shame Hashem. We don't see a Kodesh Baruch We can't physically see him. We see him through his presence, through his actions, through, his, through the different hanhagas that the way, the way Hashem runs the world. His mercy, his, 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 sometimes there is the opposite, there's judgment. Each one of those is a shame of Hashem. It's a name of Hashem. It's a way to point and say, there he is. So the word shame is a way to say, there he is. Yeshua means I'm asking. Rav Hershey says it means I'm pledging that I'm going to increase the shame of Hashem. Hashem's name should be, should be Mavarach, should be increased. I'm going to be a vehicle to increase Hashem's presence in the world. I'm going to be a vehicle for Kiddush Hashem. Kiddush Hashem. The, Hashem created the world, the Apostle says in Yeshaya, the Russian created the world, the Russian, I created the world that should bring covet to Hashem. So the purpose of the world is to bring covet to Hashem, is to bring honor and glory to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this person is committing his life that he's going to do that. Of course I want him in the world. He deserves to have a special treatment because he's, he's doing the job that he's supposed to be doing. So any action of Kiddush Hashem is this idea, we said that such a person clearly is committing himself and intends to attempt to do this action of being, of being marred of Kodesh Baruch and the Bria, such a person deserves treatment of being special. That's, that's what I'll say. That person or the people she impacts are going to, even there's a Gzar Din, which is, which is for bad, there's a decision in Shemayim which is bad, decree which is bad, it will be changed for good. So that was what I said. That was the basic point that I said. It was a half, it was a half an hour schmooze, whatever it was. So then we started, Sunday mornings, we started this program learning in Oratara a few weeks later. And the question was, what people can learn whatever they want, we said, but it should also be a, a topic available to learn. And Rabbi Leblade suggested, why don't we learn Kiddush Hashem? So, ah, there we go. Hence, that's how this, the topic came about. Now, what we're going to focus on the following, when you hear the words Kedesh Hashem, most of us think of one of two possibilities. Possibility number one we think of is a person gives up their life, a Kedesh Hashem. A person gives up their life as a, as a, for, for, to, uh, because he's a Jew, he's threatened, and he gives up, he doesn't do it of error, and he gives up his life, the man Hashem. Um, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity if you do, if you do it like you're supposed to. If you blow it, you might have the opportunity more than once, but that's not what we're trying to accomplish. Right? Then there's the Kiddush Hashem. Like the more says in Yuma, what's, what is Kiddush Hashem? Or Kiddush Hashem is a person, who's of, a person of stature, a person who's respected, who acts a certain way which people can interpret for good, and it's a Kiddush Hashem, 
he therefore motivates people to do the right thing. Or alternatively, he acts in such a way which, can, which would cause the opposite, and that's a chil Hashem. So that, again, limits the application of that to people of such stature. Obviously, a person is, the, the primary, from the Gemara, says the primary people that you want to motivate and impact positively are actually the Jews. There is a concept of, of, of Kiddush Hashem by non-Jews as well. The Raman talks about it. The Gemara Sanhedrin talks about it. regards to returning an Aveda for Kiddush Hashem to a non-Jew. But the primary focus of Kiddush Hashem, of that, is to Jews. So, your average per individual, he's not necessarily motivating people by his good deeds, not necessarily causing the opposite by his bad deeds. He's just one of the guys. So, is there an opportunity for Kiddush Hashem, which applies to all of us? So, there's a fascinating Rambam. The Rambam seems to have a third category of Kiddush Hashem, which is not so well known. And that's the topic for today. Okay, so on, on page three of the booklet. You mentioned that has to be a violation, like it was Layag Valyava. What about just being killed because he's Jewish without the... You know, I, I, don't, I don't want to go separate. there now. Right, I'm just saying, but that's, is that a separate category? I don't want to go there right now. Okay. Okay, so the Rambam in Perak, in Hilchus Yisraeli Torah, Perak Hay deals with Kiddush Hashem. The first nine halachas deal with halachas a person has to give up their life in certain scenarios for Kiddush Hashem. In certain scenarios he doesn't. And the Raman goes through all the halachas and when that applies, when that doesn't apply. The halachas of Kiddush Hashem. In halacha Yudalev, the Raman deals with the idea of a person who is an individual who is respected in the community and he has a, a responsibility and obligation to act in a way which is going to reflect his stature in the community People will learn from him for good or for bad. In Halacha Yud, he has something else. The Rambam says the following. A person who transgresses knowingly, not under any duress, one of the mitzvahs of the Torah, b'shat nefesh, comfortably, to show that he does not care. Didn't say that there's no context that he's talking about that there's a large crowd. The person is by himself, sits in his room, and says, You know, God, I don't care, and does whatever he does. That's the Chil Hashem. The Shu Sheker is not necessarily in a, in, a, in a Rabbim, it's not necessarily in a big crowd, but the, the person swears falsely. It's a Chil Hashem. We'll get back to that. If he does this action, this dastardly deed, the opposite of a person refrains from doing something which is incorrect. His motivation is not because there's no, there's no outside motivation. He doesn't, he's not scared about the reaction. He's not interested in getting recognition for it. Because he's doing for Hashem. For example, Yosef controlled himself and did not interface with, his, with his, the, the wife of his 
of his master, of Eishas Potiphar. He raised him a Kaddish Hashem. That's a Kiddush Hashem. So this person, it's him and a woman in a room. He's not motivating her to do good things. That's not the Kiddush Hashem. Well, she now became a big Tzedekis and she, she started bringing a big Tichol and saying to him the whole day. Right? Because he motivated her. That's not what happened. She went and maligned him and threw him into, into jail. So it wasn't the Kiddush Hashem he's making her do good things. So what's the Kiddush Hashem? The Kiddush Hashem is Yosef didn't do an Aveira. That's the Kiddush Hashem. Yosef did not do an Aveira. That's the whole Kiddush Hashem. Now that sounds available to all of us. Any person can do a Kiddush Hashem. Don't do an Aveira. No motivation for that. He's not getting any covet out of it. If he does it just Laman Hashem, because that's what Hashem wants him to do. That's a Kiddush Hashem. There's no Gemara which says this explicitly. This new type of Kiddush Hashem. The Kiddush Hashem, which a person gives up their life, that's a Gemara. It's in heaven, the is all Sugya. And Ayn Dalit, Ayn Hay. The more Yuma talks about what's called Kiddush Hashem, idea of a person of stature, how he acts, the more talks about that in Yuma. This Gemara, there's no explicit Gemara which says this. So where did the Rambam get it from? So Kesed Mishra, which always brings the source of the Rambam, is silent on this halach. He doesn't bring a source. Which is fascinating. Like, Kesed Mishra, we need you. However, maybe we have a source for the Rambam. On page 4 and on page uh, 7. So page 4, we have a mission of us. Mishnah says, "Call the Machal Hashem Shemayim b'Seiser." Person Machal Hashem Shemayim b'Seiser. Well, what's the Chil Hashem b'Seiser that's taking place? It's not somebody threatening his life. It's b'Seiser. It's not somebody learning from him. It's b'Seiser. So the other says, "What's going on in this Mishnah?" Kiddush Hashem and Chil Hashem are always berabin, always public. So what's the Machal Hashem Shemayim b'Seiser? Says all it means. It wasn't a large crowd. It was a small crowd. Mumshad. He says different answers to this question. But he grapples with the question, The Ramah will learn this Mishnah. The Ramah, the Prince of does not comment on the point of Besaiser one way or the other. He just says, that he doesn't say anything about it. So we'll assume he reads the Mishnah as is. There's a concept of the Chil Shemayim, Okay, that's the Gemur about Chilu Besaiser. On page 7, you have a Gemara which talks about Yosef, which Makata Shem Shemayim Beseser. The Gemara says that Yosef, who was Makata Shem Shemayim Beseser, had a number of Chonan, Barbiz, no number of Shimon Chasidah, Yosef, Shakira Shem Shemayim Beseser, Zokha Vesifa, Oisachas, Mishmash, Lakanosh Borukhu. So there's a vav added to your, there's, there's a hey added to Yosef's name. So the hey is from Hashem. Because he's Makat Hashem Shemayim B'Seser, Hashem added a hey to his name. Yehuda was Makat Hashem Shemayim B'Rabbin, by admitting he did an Aveira. And taking the responsibility, that was a Kiddush Hashem. So that, he, his name is Yehuda. The name of Hashem is in, the, in there, in his name. But the more it talks about Yosef being Makat Hashem Shemayim, B'Seser. And that's the Ramah's example. Is Yosef being Makad Hashem Shemayim B'Seser. 
So we have two Gemaras which support this idea that there's a Kiddush Hashem or there's a Chil Hashem B'Seser. Okay, so we have a source for the Rambam. But what is the idea? What's exactly the Kiddush Hashem? What does it mean it's a Kiddush Hashem? What does it mean it's a Chil Hashem? When it's B'Seser. Now, the language of the Rambam when he talks about Chil Hashem also sounds pretty horrible. If a person without any, not under duress, B'Shat Nefesh, totally relaxed, he's totally comfortable, like, it doesn't bother him at all what he's doing. Lahakis, just to get Hashem angry. And that sounds like the guy's really, really out to, 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 you know, to show Hashem that he doesn't care. That's a chil Hashem. But seemingly that the Chavaz Chaim, in his Sefer Chavaz Chaim, is going to be on page. Well, I mean, why, is the, why is the Rambam bring a raya from Yosef for a regular person to do any old mitzvah, and the raya comes from Yosef doing a tremendous? I mean, any old mit, any mitzvah that a person does to say sir, the Rambam means, and then he brings a raya from Yosef. Any time a person does a mitzvah to say sir, which is done for no reason other than because he, he cares about Hashem. This is called the Kiddush Hashem. So then stop to say a chesed. Why is it, why is it being arrived from Yosef Hatzad? Because that's the worst case. The Yosef, but that shows maybe it has to be something much greater with a greater amount of, that's, that you can bring arrived to all, all people just from, from Yosef. From Yosef getting, standing up to the Nisayon to everybody else now. It's the same, same, Dimian. Okay, it's a fair question. Okay, so the Chobos Chaim presents the following. This is an introduction to the Sefer Chavetz Chaim. Besides going through the Lachas of Lashon Hara, he wants to tell you how bad Lashon Hara is and how many different averages you can actually do when a person speaks Lashon Hara. So he goes through 14 different possible mitzvahs say that a person will be transgress if they speak Lashon Hara. He goes through 17 possible losases that a person will transgress if they speak Lashon Hara. So you have 31 different averages you can accomplish by speaking Lashon Hara. He says... If you do it over a period of time, you, you, will, you will make sure you'll cover all the whole gamut. Right? One, one act of Lashon Haram itself might not cover everything, but if you spread yourself out over the few, multiple opportunities, you get a chance to do all 31 of them. And he says there's four clothes you get, the target of the word armor. He has four clothes that a person possibly will also get. So you have a lot of reasons why you don't want to say Lashon Haram. So one of the things he talks about is that it's a Chil Hashem. So he says there's two parts to the Chil Hashem. One is, of course, a person of, you know, you have a person with some people respect, and you witness him seeking Lashon Hara, that's a Chil Hashem. You see such a person doing such a thing, you will learn the wrong, the, the wrong thing from him. But he says, before he gets to that, he says, that the person who speaks Lashon Hara, a person who accept, listens to Lashon Hara, accepts Lashon Hara, the there's no, there's no time for Lashon Hara. Which he could explain why the Yitzhahar is causing the connection. What is that? Like, why will the guy say Lashon Hara? Tertius, he doesn't care. There's no time to say Lashon Hara. There's no pleasure in saying Lashon Hara. People aren't drawn to say Lashon Hara. The answer is because he doesn't care. Well, that's the attitude of, I don't care about the Shabbos Mitzvahs. That's a Chil Lashon. 
they quote from the Chazanish. The Chazanish says apparently the Chabas Chaim never tasted the, the taiva of saying Lashon Hara. Because most people have a very strong taiva to say Lashon Hara. Why'd you do it? I just had to get, had to say it. Why? It's just like with such a, you know. Uh, it could be because he gets covered for it, it could be because he gets he take revenge. And there's multiple, multiple motivations, which are very powerful motivations in people's lives to say Lashon Hara. So why in the world are we saying that there, there's no tithe for Lashon Hara? But the Chavaz Chaim says, I don't see any tithe for Lashon Hara. Therefore, it's the, it's the Rambam. Now, one second. Even if you accept that there's no tithe for Lashon Hara, the Rambam's point was that the person who's doing it, Lachachis. He said, why are you saying Lashon Hara? Because I want to show Hashem, I don't care about Hashem, and I, I want to get to say Lashon Hara whatever I want. Nobody says that. Like, if you're already holding that madrega, you're not going to Lashon Hara as your Averis. You know, you get the much more exciting things to do than that. So why is the guy saying Lashon Hara? Because he wants to show Kosh I can do whatever I want, and I can say Lashon Hara. Where the hell time to see that? In the Rambam. Furthermore, if you look at the language of the Rambam, so we saw the language of the Rambam in, in, uh, in Mishnah Torah, the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvah, Again, let's go back to page 10. To go through the three different types of Chil Hashem. Um, one of them is giving up what's life. Then he says, uh, the second one is Rachel HaGashenik, Akolo means Akolo means applies to everybody. Kishyasa Odom Avera. Person doesn't have any type of There's no type for it. There's no desi- there's no desire for it. No, there's no benefit. His intent in his action is to rebel, to show that he can take off the yoke of heaven. That's a chil Hashem. Again, the Rama's language is very strong. The person has to have intent to remove. God's Ola from his shoulders. He can do, I can do whatever I want. That's the language of the Rambam. So the Rambam says that language, where the Chavaz Chaim Silash and Hara goes into that, into that category. And on page 11, the Sefer HaChinuch follows the Rambam and has the same language as well. The second type of Chil Hashem. There's no desire it's not sweet. His intent with his action is to, to anger Hashem. That's a chil Hashem. How do you get from that to Lashon Hara? Okay, now, where did the Ramam find this source for this thing? The Ramam says the source is from Pasuk says Chil Hashem by Shmuel Shekher. That pasuk with Chilalta Hashem Hashem Alakecha is talking about a case where a person is using his Shmuel to deny financial obligation. So he's benefiting. He's benefiting from his Shmuel. So where's the Chil Hashem? If the definition of Chil Hashem is when a person doesn't bear and there's no benefit, so he's obviously he's just doing because he wants to anger Hashem. Well, over here he has the benefits. He has financial, he's using the shu'ah to deny financial obligation and therefore he's now Potter and Bezdin. 
but it, was, it wasn't true. So Pasuk says, if a person swears falsely in Bezdin and uses that to deny his responsibility, is a chel Hashem. How the Rambam get his halacha from that Pasuk? So Chavaz Chaim asked the question. He says, apparently, we're going to have to, we're going to, have to say the following. That there's two types of taiva, there's two types of desire. There's a physical desire. And that the Rambam says, if a person does it because of taiva, because of a physical desire, that's not called a chil And then there are desires which are not physical, be it money, be it covered, be it whatever it is. Those things are a chil And the Rambam's language of he's doing it to rebel, he doesn't mean that that's his intent specifically. It means we deal with it as, as if that is his, his intent. As the Chobetz Chaim says over here in the Birmaim Chaim, Birmaim Chaim was written by the Chobetz Chaim. That's his, where he sort of clarifies to you what he wrote on the top, how he saw that. So back into age 12, um, so he says, quotes the Rambam, so the second paragraph. Even though he's benefiting financially from this Avera. It's on a physical pleasure. That's called The Rambam sources it in this Pasuk. It that cost of my curious moment. That Pasuk is talking about using a Shekhar. To the, to, to, as a way to deny an obligation, a financial obligation. If you look at the Ramam, the Ramam says, the positive the Ramam is quoting, is a separate issue, which is in the Sarsha Libras. There's another Avera of using a Shuwa to deny money. And that's the positive the Ramam quotes. Talking about money. And over here, so over there, there's, there's a financial benefit. What's the benefit? So as the Gemara says in Titus, they came to the Balaloshan, they came to the snake. It says, why, you know, every, all the animals enjoy what they're doing. They get benefit out of it. Why are you doing it? He says, it ain't all the Balaloshan. Right? Why is the Balaloshan? So Rashi explains, people say, Lashanar, Apisha, Ainloi, Hanor. Even though there's no one, no, people say, Lashanar. Rashi. Rashi had that same. Lack of Yitzhahara is the Chavaz right? right? There's no one in Lashon Har. So that's the Rambam. So the Rambam, the Chavaz Chaim says, listen, don't, don't blame me. It's before in the Rambam. The Rambam says clearly, a person is doing this, motiva- his motivation is he has a million dollars lying on the, on the line over here. If he swears falsely, he keeps the money. Oh, so the Rambam kill Hashem because he didn't get any benefit out of it. He saved a million dollars. No, that's not that's 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 a chiloshem because there's no bet there's no physical benefit. It's not a physical pleasure. It is conceptual pleasure benefit, but not a physical pleasure. So now the question is: Okay, so we have the source for the we have the Rambam, we have the Chavos we have how the Chavos Chaim saw what he said in the Rambam, and then we're still left with the question: Like, why? Why would that make sense? If the point of the Rambam is that a person does an Avera and his intent, or we, we ascribe an intent to him to show that he doesn't care about Hashem, that's a Chil Hashem. 
if there are multiple motivations why he's doing it, it's not a chil Hashem, so why is it only physical pleasure versus conceptual pleasure, benefit? That's the question. Now, the, the name of the share is a halachic look at Kiddush Hashem. So, I shouldn't be quoting a Nefshet Chaim and a Zoyer in the Shir, but I'm going to. Because I think it's one of the best ways of understanding it. So go to page 18. So, uh, we're going to do a little bit of, a, of uh, Kabbalah 101. Okay? Hashem created the world. There's a beautiful language from the, from the, 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 the Balatanya. Balatanya and Nefshachim in one, in, in one sentence, okay? Now, I, that the, the language of the world, people say that Hashem created the world, yesh me'ayin. Ex nihilo, out of nothingness, Hashem created the world. He says, I disagree with that language. Kashporach existed before the Bria. Kashporach was the greatest yesh that exists. He's the greatest existence that there is. But if, Russia would create, if Hashem would create a world where he's obviously visible, we would have no choice. We would, we would have no power of Bechira. We would have no free will. And the purpose of the world is to give us free will. So Hashem had created as it, were, as, it, as it were seemingly a void where he's not there. Hashem created the world. Agin miyesh, Balatanya says. There's a nothingness. He created a void where he is not visible. He's not obvious. And that allows us to choose. The Nefesh Chaim calls that, the Bible calls that a halal. A void is a vacuum, is a halal. That's what the word halal means. It's, it's a, well, something hollow inside is called a halal. So Bershaw created a place where he hollowed out, as it were, his presence. Hillel Hashem is when you strengthen that perception. Kiddush Hashem is when you inject the Kodesh Baruch back into the void. That's what Nefesh Chaim says over here. He says, "Who in your Kiddush Hashem and never come mokav? Kesha Pirush Bezayir Pasuk Bechalal Shehu Lashen Chalal Upnias Mokav." The word Mechilol is leaving a void. Can you count Shemarah Chasur Shalom Kilo Mokav Shemin Boi Hu Chalu Poni Mimeni Yisbora? Kiddush Hashem is that a person shows the Kodesh Baruch is not there as far as he's concerned. And therefore he can do whatever he wants. And therefore he can do whatever I want. That's the Chil Hashem. So if that's the same Chil Hashem, every time a person is sitting, as it were, in his, pri- in his private air room, tempted to do an Avera, and he says, you know what, nobody's here. I can do whatever I want. I wouldn't do it publicly, but nobody's here, I would do whatever I want. That's He's, he's strengthening the void. He's strengthening the chilu. He's strengthening the idea, the perception that Hashem is not here. That's a chilu Hashem. So this Rambam, so now the question is all the way around. So every Avera is a chilu Hashem. So why is Rambam, why are we understand that if, you, if you're doing it because you have physical pleasure, it's not a chilu Hashem. Doing it because not physical pleasure. That's not then. It's a chil I should argue everything's a chil Everything is a strengthening of that void. So, and the opposite. A person sits there in his private room, and he refrains from doing an avera. Right? That's a chil So it makes sense. He's not getting any comfort out of it. Not getting any other benefit out of it. 
He's doing it because that's the right thing to do. That's a Kiddush Hashem. He's bringing Kiddush Baruch back into the void. So this, using a Zoyer to explain a Rambam, is like the most, not the most comfortable thing in the world, but I think it's shot. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm not the only one who does it. Uh, so in pages uh, 14 and 15, Rufutner does it exact same piece. So can I, can I stand behind Rufutner as a raya that you can use a, a, a Zoyer to explain a Rambam? I don't, I'm not sure whether that, that's any better. But this was not part of his uh, Musr Shmuzin. This was part of it. He wrote Ha'oris in the Chavaz Chaim. So in page 14, in the Ois Gimel, he asked this question, what's it between physical taiva and, and, uh, and, and a benefit which is not physical? He said, the fascinating idea. Hashem created a man is a little bit, you know, moving from the world of halacha to machshava. The human being, there's the physical element of the human being. Physical element of the human being, the, the, the physical part of it, money is not a motivation. Most cows aren't motivated by money, by covered. None of those things motivate them. Physical pleasure motivates them. So the part of the human being which is motivated just by physical pleasure is the, the, the animalistic part of the person. These things don't talk to them. So what, in which part of the person does money cover these things to talk to? In the world of a person's das. That's where you're supposed to recognize a Kodesh Baruch. That's where you're supposed to rec- bring a Kodesh Baruch back into the picture. So if that part which was created for the purpose of putting a Kodesh Baruch back into the picture, you use the opposite, that's a Chilashim. But if the physical part of you doesn't recognize Hashem, yeah, that's part of who we are. So you haven't used the wrong side. You haven't overridden the wrong side. Okay, that's a problem. But it's not a chil Hashem. That's not increasing the void. Because the, the body, in a certain sense, was voided with Kodesh Baruch to start with. But the mind is, supposed to, is the vehicle to bring Kodesh Baruch back into the void. And that you're doing the opposite. That's the chil Hashem the Ramah is talking about. That's what he suggests in the Ramah. Fascinating idea. Okay, have a few, just give me a few more minutes. Well, let's look at the psukim for a second. Well, the sechalo shem kodeshi v'nikdashi b'serach b'nei Yisrael ani asher b'kadishka v'nikdashi b'serach b'nei Yisrael. It says b'serach b'nei Yisrael. The more Sanhedrin understands b'serach b'nei Yisrael means ten people. If they serve in Yisrael, toich toich. We make Xerah Shava. We learn from, by the Miraglim, there's ten, there's, you shouldn't call it, we're not part of the group. This group of ten people, that's called an Eda. By the way, that's the source. We know that you need ten people for to say Dabr Shabbat Kedusha. The Rizal says, every time you, by the way, every time you say Yeshua Rabba, or you answer, you answer Kedusha, you answer Baruch, or anything which is called Dabr Shabbat Kedusha, you're Mekah Mitzah Seyed Raisa, of Enikdash, Tibasar, Pana Yisra. Interesting, Shaila, Moshul, Agab. So the Shukhan Rav has a fascinating question. I'm davening Shemun Esri, which is arguing Drabonon, and I could, I get to Alanisim, which is Drabonon, I can skip Alanisim and answer Kedusha. Alanisim is Drabonon, Kedusha is Deraisa, according to the Rizal. 
So maybe I should skip Alanisim to be able to say Kedusha or not. Right, right now I'm here, that's my mitzvah to say like that. I'm not going to have to worry about what's going to happen to Kedusha. That's the Shulchan Rav and his chubas in the back. First chuba, that's what he talks about. We got to the first chuba. At least I know the first chuba. All right. Ein Shom, you can ask your local workers. Rabbi, what the psak is. All right, fine. The word says you need 10 people for Kiddush Hashem. We're talking about a Kiddush Hashem. Well, what's with the Barazara? Even if it's one person, you have the, you have a dinner of Kiddush Hashem. So this is the to the Rambam and the Rambam. The Rambam and Peret, and earlier, we skipped those pages, pages uh, 8 and 9, the Rambam talks about Kiddush Hashem and Kiddush Hashem without 10 people. By Barazara, by Gilead Rias, by Sheikh Zaman. It says we think that she was sunk but in Israel, ten people. So Ramon says, no, no, no. There are psukim which teach me that a person must give up their life for a Zorah, even if less than the people. It's not a Kiddush Hashem, no. It's not under the umbrella of Kiddush Hashem. Gilarayas, Avodah Zorah, Sheikh Uzdamim, even less than ten people. There's psukim, but it's not Kiddush Hashem. This is Ramban and Mohammed in the Parabin Saramar. The Rama, however, says, no. Includes a person, the goy and the Jew. The goy says to the Jew, "Do what is I'll kill you." And the person gives up his life. It's a kiddush Hashem. He's makayim in the dash of Israel. So how do you understand that? The more learns it from the pasuk of Yohav, they say Hashem lekecho, bechol levavacha, not from the kiddush Hashem, bechol levavacha, bechol nafshecha. I'm sorry, bechol bechol nafshecha. Feel new to this nafshecha. Miri says the more it stands. That that pasuk is coming to explain Kiddush Hashem. The root of the concept of Kiddush Hashem is Avas Hashem. The Yerim says the root of the Yisur of Kiddush Hashem is Yiras Hashem. If you have Yiras you wouldn't be Mechal his name. You wouldn't be insulted. And if you love him, you'll be Mechadish his name. And the words telling me that for, by Vodazora specifically, the Chiyav of Ava goes to the point you must give up your life. And that is under the umbrella of Kiddush Hashem. Rabban says not like that. Rabban sees looks at it totally differently. There's a mitzvah of giving up your life for Vodazor. That's not Kiddush Hashem. Kiddush Hashem is Burab. The Ram does not learn like that. You look at the Halacha Dalla, the Ram does not learn like that. The Lacha Mishnah raises the question is it Shah Kiddush Hashem or less than 10 people? The Ram is clear that there is. And that's the Ram here in Lacha Yud. He's all by himself. It's a Kiddush Hashem. It's it comes from the midst of Avat Hashem. That's what someone says. If you're doing it because you love a Kaddish Boracle, not because you have any other motivation, that's, an, that's, that's, that's a Kiddush Hashem. The Sankar of Hutner, fascinating things. This is Hutner Nigris Mixov in the last page, in the page 19. He says, You know why when a person gives up his life in front of 10 people, it's a Kiddush Hashem? Because he's doing it for no other motivation than a Kaddish Boracle. The Kiddush Hashem is the Ava which is expressed in that action. How do you know what, 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 his, what his motivation is? Well, it isn't because he's going to get covered afterwards. Unless he's really unhealthy, right? Mm. You know, after I die, they're going to say nice things about me, so it's worth it to die, so they'll say nice things about you. That's really not healthy, mm. right? I'll get money afterwards. Like, what, what? You know, you don't take it with you. If person's giving up their life, obviously the only motivation is because he loves it. So by most of it, so that 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 chiyav only kicks in by ten people, by Vodazora, that kicks in by even by, by, by himself. So at the Rambam, and if you sit in your room and you're careful not to do a because you love a Kodesh it's the same thing. 
it's all the same mitzvah. And that's the mitzvah, the Yosefi Yireim says that the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem is rooted in the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. And Chil Hashem, you wouldn't be Michal, because you had true Yira, you had true awe of his, of his name. The you have Yira from the shame, which means from Hashem's presence. You wouldn't do this. So that's a Chil Hashem. So it comes out that this Ramam of Tishitosa, the Ramam says that the Tzach Kiddush Hashem, even B'yachid, of what is already the din of Kiddush Hashem. So Ramam says, okay, so then the Tzach Kiddush Hashem that's the Kiddush of the Gemara. The Rabban says there's no such Gemara. So that's, you look at the Tzach says, Kiddush Hashem needs more than one person, needs a Rabbin. What does Kiddush what does Kiddush Hashem say for me? What does Kiddush Hashem say for me? So it must be that there's somebody there. Because the mitzvah of, it requires presence of other people. It's then either the mitzvah of Hashem, which that, that's a different mitzvah. That mitzvah is an ear Hashem, that's true even beyond. That's not Kiddush Hashem and Chil Hashem. But the Ramah learns that Ava and Yira and Kiddush Hashem and Chil Hashem become synonymous. And based on the Gemara, the Gemara learns out that the Gemara all by yourself, because of Bahafta, Bechol, Nafshacho. And the, the Ramah understands that that's now a pirish, that's now an explanation, it's now a qualification, it's an addendum to the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem. It means Kiddush Hashem is possible because of Abba's Hashem, even B'yachid. So the Rambam, so you're sitting in your house all by yourself, you accomplish the same thing. Today's learning uh, was sponsored by very close friends, Ramesh and Rachel Starkman from Philadelphia, as a schus for Shleimah, for Yisrael Melech Ben Chanasara. Yisrael Melech Ben Chanasara lives in Pittsburgh. He's a son of very close friends, very, very close friends, to meet him from the yeshiva. Father of Akiva learned the yeshiva. Mother learned the yeshiva high school. And uh, the son is really, really not well. And uh, we're davening the version of Shazan before Shlema. The version is Koyachal. He accomplished everything. Every time we put a Kedush back into, we do a Kedush Hashem, the Chavaz Chaim says, we, we're potentially saving thousands of people from, from Movis. <coughs> and we daven that the Matzah and Yisrael, everybody who's in danger, the Kedush Hashem, we're learning about Kedush Hashem, applying Kedush Hashem, should be a schus to protect everybody from danger in Yisrael, elsewhere, and schus for, for, for Yitzi, that the Russian should send them before Shlema. And she tremendous Kiddush Hashem. When the, when the world sees that the Russian is Koyochel, he's not limited, he's able to send the Rafua, even when the doctors are not sure that they know a way forward in this month. Thank you for joining. Um, I really appreciate it. Ben Hashem, the next public uh, federal holiday is December 25th. Uh, there is a sponsorship already taken for that one. Somebody already sponsored December 25th. Baruch Hashem. Uh, January 1st is available. If somebody would like to sponsor it, please be in touch with me. Um, I don't know who's speaking yet, and I don't know what they're speaking about yet, but details, details. <laughs> Thank you for coming, everybody.